how you like in San Diego, right? You're not you're not from San Diego itself at all. No. Where are you from? Los Angeles, California, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So you prefer Ness or Nestle or Ness? Ness. Ness. And welcome to the Struggle Ventures. Thank you. Bam. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Is there a big difference or not? Uh, I want to say there is. You know, I feel like starting off with the traffic. Okay. Know? Um, Traffic in LA is like hella crazy. You could be somewhere that's like 15 minutes away and it could turn into an hour, you know? Yeah. And now here is like, it's super chill, super smooth. I hear a lot of people complaining like, oh, traffic is so bad. And I'm just like, nah, bro, you don't even know. But to me, I feel like it's starting to get bad. I really do. How so? Um, back then, I want to say about like six, five years ago, it was more or less um, to get from downtown to Kearney Mesa was about 10 minutes or if not, if you're coming back, it was about 20 minutes at bare minimum. But now if you're stuck in that angle, uh, coming down this way, it's about 30 to 45 minutes. So it's starting to pick up. I feel like there's a lot more people moving down here. But again, Los Angeles is a different beast. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So tell me about yourself. What do you want to know? How old are you? Sheesh, come on, somebody. <laughs> huh? Man, all right. Let's see. Three plus two. 32. <laughs> ah, you're 32 years old. I mean, three plus two is five, but <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically speaking. Uh, but yeah, I'm 32 Holy years old. Holy hell. I, I did not know that. I thought you were about like my age. How old are you? Pff, 28. All right. Yeah, see, I don't look 28, man. The fucking age is catching up. I feel that. All right. And what else do you got going for yourself? I mean, right now, I just want to say that, you know, I'm still feeling the vibe here in the new city, you know? Mm-hmm. Because technically, um, I mean, when I moved out here, it was January of 2020. Okay. And then I started working, you know, at a new job. And then the pandemic hit around March. So I didn't really get to explore much out here in San Diego, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had so much that I wanted to do. So I feel like barely now I'm kind of just catching up to the things that I want to do, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a musician, so that's something that, you know, that I've done for a long time since I was a kid. But I feel like coming out here, that was going to be one of my main focus, you know. And why not, like, stay up there in L.A., uh, if you don't mind me asking? Like, Honest, whoa. I mean, I mean, sheesh. Uh, I was born and raised there, you know. Yeah. And I feel like I just kind of, not to say I got over it, but I just needed to have something new in my life, you yeah. know. Something completely different that I didn't know about, you know? But from my understanding, isn't uh, Los Angeles known for, like, magician, the lights, the lights, actors, the city of angels, better yet? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what they say, right? Yeah. But to be honest, there's so much competition out there because of that, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. everybody thinks, oh, L.A. is Hollywood, like, the city of celebrities, of musicians, of talent, which there is a lot of celebrities and talent, you know? But I feel like it just comes down to, like, the people you know, the connections, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same as anywhere else, anywhere else you go, you know? I mean, it's LA, it's beautiful, like, it's dope. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really... Transition out yeah, for you? it doesn't. And do you feel like San Diego, you have more of an opportunity since it doesn't have... I feel like there is a big 
upgrowing in San Diego rappers now that I, um, with YouTube, social media blowing up, but do you feel like you can make your presence felt here or is it a better opportunity? I mean, in that aspect, like as of being a musician, an yeah. artist, I mean, I mean, uh, I don't want to say that I have more of a like opportunity out here, but I do feel like the, the vibe out here is a little more chill I mean, yeah, there's a lot of competition, but I feel like everybody here is more open-minded, you know? Yeah. Like, there's more opportunity in that in that aspect of, like, people are, are more willingly to listen to you, you know? Mm -hmm. Instead of, like, shutting you down right away, like, nah, you know? Like, <laughs> like nah, 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 because you're a competition right away yeah, in their eyes, you. you know? No, I feel you. Um, yeah. But going back to that, you know, like, when I first met you or heard, heard of you, um, when, we, when I used to work at the retail place... Um, they're like, hey, have you met her? Made him? I was like, who? Ness. I was like, nah, I never met Ness. I'm like, oh, you got to watch out. Gonna steal all the girls. I'm like, oh, go for it, go for it. I don't yeah, know what they're talking about. I'm but taking that as a compliment. Like, yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. Like, um, I was like, who? Ness. I was like, and then when I seen you, I was like, holy crap. And that's, I mean, you definitely bring in this buzz, like different, different energy that everybody's like talks highly well about you. You know what I mean? For the most. Mm. I mean, that's cool. That's yeah. cool to know, but <laughs> I feel like everybody's just talented in their own way, you know? Definitely. And, um, like, working there, like, where I met you, I feel like, I mean, there's so many people with so much talent, like, not just music, but all different kinds of arts, you know? So, I mean, that's cool. That's cool that people were, like, really talking about me like yeah. that because, I mean, I see everybody else there, like, damn, like, y'all are talented, like, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I understand that as well. You mean, um... Over there, everybody's family, and for sure, exactly. you know, like everybody knows you, knows each other, um, hangs out with each other, socializes. And how's that been, transition? Have you felt like you've been welcomed there as much? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I think that was one of the first things that I felt. You know, like moving out here. You know, obviously I didn't know anybody. Like I mean, I had to start from zero. You know, yeah. and uh, just like working there. I mean, not just working where, you know, we met, like, just in general, the city, like, everybody was so welcoming, like, oh, hey, like, you're not from here, like, automatically, like, they kind of yeah. knew I wasn't from here, and, um, I mean, I would, they would ask me, they would ask me, like, where are you from, and I'd be like, I'm from LA, and I'd be like, oh, that's dope, you know, yeah. instead of being like, Ugh, Ugh. you know, like, <laughs> they would be like, welcoming, you know, yeah. so, I mean, I really do love that, I feel like out here, I really met a family instead of just friends or acquaintances you know and you weren't scared like just coming out here like specifically what like kind of held you in or like focus or any mental episodes because if it was me i i'm freaking scared as hell man to even like go far i'm like a one two day person trip but you're over here like living at large i feel like i was you mm -hmm. know i mean i had to prepare myself mentally before i even made that move made that decision you know um because everybody out there I mean, is everybody I've known for a long time, you know? Yeah. Starting from my siblings to friends that became family, you know? So, I mean, I really had to just prepare myself mentally. But even though I thought I did when I came out here, it was scary. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, man. I, I got should... here and I was like, oh, shit, I'm really out here, you know? <laughs> like, what am I doing here? Like, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, have you been to, you know, Gas Lab? And I'd be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, you know, so yeah. I kind of had to, like, just explore, you know. But like I said earlier, like, the pandemic hit, so I kind of got stuck, you know. And where, where, where were you staying when you first came here? San Isidro. San Isidro, ooh, down yeah. by the border. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever go down to TJ or no? 
Dude, I love TJ. No questions <laughs> asked. Say no more. Say no more. <clears throat> That's funny. Starting so, with the food. <laughs> um, but so San Isidro from there, where'd you head to head up? Huh? Word up. So, I mean, I stayed in San Isidro for a year, right? Okay. And then uh, there was a time, I want to say in 2021, that it got really rough. You know, like you asked me, like, were you scared of coming out here? Stuff like that. I feel like it finally kicked in, you know, a year later. Yeah. Shit started getting a little, like, real. And I just felt like, man, maybe I don't belong here, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I decided that maybe I needed to leave San Diego. Maybe I should go back home or I should just go somewhere else. Um, so I decided that I was going to take my, you know, my journey to Arizona, which is kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Like, you would think, oh, I, let me just go back home. But my, my mentality was kind of like, nah, like, I already came out here. I already left L.A. You know, I might as well keep going. Like, you know, the whole point was leaving L.A., you know? Yeah. So I went to Arizona, and um, it was definitely not for me. And I realized that I was really in love with San Diego, you know? So I ended up coming back a month after. <laughs> <laughs> Why not Arizona? What, what, what didn't you like over there, huh? Honestly, bro, there was nothing that I liked in Arizona. <laughs> Maybe a few chicks here and there, but... <laughs> yeah. What part of Arizona did you head to? I went to Glendale. Glendale, yeah. okay. And nightlife over there, did you go out, explore? Did you go bar hopping, or did you work at, at most? Honestly, like, all I did when I got to Arizona was work, you okay. know? So I got a job uh, with my career, which is canine training. Um, so I was doing that for a month. I didn't really go out, you know, I didn't really explore the nightlife mm-hmm. until maybe the the night that I decided to leave. Okay. To come back to San Diego. And it didn't hook you at all. What's up? So going out at night didn't hook you at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> That's you know, I mean, it was cool. Like, I met, you know, cool people. I am a social bird, so, I mean, I feel like anywhere where I go, like, I'm going to meet cool people, you know, and, yeah. you know, just vibe out, but... It wasn't anything enough for me to just like be like, yeah, I want to stay here. Okay. So, <clears throat> and when you came back, how was that? Like, how was the transitioning back into, did you go back to the same place or did you stay low key for a bit? That's the crazy part. When I came back, I really thought that I was going to come back straight to San Diego, but I actually ended up going home. I went to LA. Okay. Yeah. So I went to LA and, um, I was there for maybe a month and a half, and I was just, you know, chilling, you know, vibing, you know, with my family, and um, that's when I decided, this isn't for me, like, I think San Diego is home now, you know, so I decided to come Come back back. in August, yeah, of last year, 2021. So, out of your family, how many, how big is your family? Are you the youngest one or the oldest one? I'm the third one okay. out of six. Out of six. Holy hell. Yup. Man. I'm the ugly duggly. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and how about like growing up, did your family like have any influence in you? Like in the musician, the music, musical, musical, musician side of the aspect or how do yeah. you fall into this like yeah. coal industry? I mean, yeah. I mean, I grew up with two parents that are musicians, you oh, know. Wow. I mean, on top of that, my grandparents are musicians. You know, I come from a musical family, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what type of instruments do you play, or do you sing? I mean, my first instrument was a piano. I started that at seven years old. 
Um, and then I started discovering other instruments and um, I fell in love with the guitar. When I was like 10 years old, I joined the mariachi group uh -huh. you know, in LA. Yeah. How was that? It was pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Did you have the whole full-on outfit? And yeah, all the full-on outfit. <laughs> the charro and everything. Yeah. Um, and then after that, um, I just kind of kept exploring, you know, and then I fell in love with the drums. And uh, I grew up, you know, in a Christian home. So, you know, my thing was going to church like three times a week. So I started exploring the drums more at church. You okay. Know? So then I became one of the drummers for the church. And that's how I got stuck more on the drums. drums okay. Yeah. More of the beat aspect. And then who would you say or what type of genre that you fall into? Like hip hop, reggaeton, banda, mm. country. I mean, techno. I mean, I want to say that. My first love was gospel. Gospel, wow, okay. Yeah, which is, you know, it's very random, but yeah. gospel was my number one love, you know? Very soulful, so I take it that very you, you, you sing, like, when you do sing or when you do play, you play with a lot of emotional. With everything I have, there man. There you go. <laughs> you and know? So, have you done, done anything out here? Have you, like, created any music? I mean, What's, let's say right now I just have... You know, a piano and a guitar. Okay. Um, but that's enough for me to, yeah, definitely create. And I have my voice, you know. Okay. Um, so I have created a few things, but nothing that I've put out, you yep. know, yet. But I hope that soon, you know, I can put it out. And for me to ask you, like, what's stopping you to putting it out there? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that blow right there. I mean, because honestly, it it is scary, right? It is scary no, putting yeah. yourself out there. Um, for example, doing this, it's like, it's either you do it or you don't, and it's like, exactly. I don't want to go into this whole predicament where, damn, I should have done it. Yeah. I mean, at least I tried. Um, but I, that's just my insight. I mean, I'm a Libra. I mean, it's a whole try to like balance things out, and then oh crap, I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. I feel like it goes back. I mean, yeah, it's definitely something scary, but my fear goes back to um, just being raised in a Christian home. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew that I was a musician at a young age and that I had so much talent because there was a lot of people always coming up to me like, hey, like, you know, pastors that were from like different countries or different states that would come up to me and be like, yo, like, I want you to play for me, you know? Yeah. And um, it was always, like, my parents being Christian and so strict that would put, like, that, you know, that Discipline. that that wall. Like, okay. no, you can't, you know, because you, if you're a musician, like, you, you just have to play here at church. So mm. that was, like, something that was, like, engraved. you know, yeah, engraved, you know, in me at such a young age. So I feel like that has a lot to do with it now. Like, you know, yeah, I have a lot of material. But I feel like a part of me has that in the back of my head. Like, no, like, like I'm scared to even put anything out there because it's like, what if it's not liked? Because, you know, it doesn't glorify God or the, you know, the morals that yeah, I was brought up with, you know? Okay. So, I mean, I think that that's one of the biggest, biggest things. things. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever sampled out music, though, like to other people? And like, have you got feedback as well? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for example, I heard it. That's pretty dope. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think you're pretty talented. I mean, like, just Thanks, let man. alone putting putting beats together and playing the guitar. That's it takes a lot. I mean, you got to be good yeah. with your fingers. 
So let's go into there. Like, how's that whole love life? I mean, you have anybody in mind right now? Or I'm not somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a whole different story, man. Yeah, we, got, we got time if you want. I mean, nothing too crazy. Like, mm, I mean, my love life is just, I mean, I'm available, but unavailable. Nah. <laughs> That's the Libra answer right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take it you're a Libra, right? We'll just leave it there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a Libra. October 4th. Oh, October, baby. October 2nd right here. Sheesh. So, do you feel like you always had like the um, pull with lady and girls in sense or no? What? Have you felt like you've like been able to talk to girls more easily in a sense? Like, in my, like my previous experience, um, that was one of my downfalls in the relationship because I guess I was too friendly. Two girls and mm. I would now now looking back at it, I get it. There's a whole respect factor. Um because if you didn't like it, why would you want it done to you type of thing? And I think I learned that with time. But I I for me, I find it easy talking to girls because I was raised with girls. You know, mm. My mom, my aunt, and my younger sister. So I was like, just not having a, a father figure. I'm not trying to make it as an excuse. Yeah. Let it down easier. But from other Libras, I heard it like they have the same type of thing. I just I don't know if it's the moon signs or whatever. I mean, I don't know anything about signs to be honest yeah, with you, but I have heard that Libras are super friendly already, you know, and super fl- flirtatious or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah. I I, I want to say that maybe I it is easier for me to talk to to women, you know. Yeah. Um, because of my you know the whole transition thing, like you know it's. I have, I guess, like, a good insight of both worlds, nah, like, you know, cheater. female and male, you yeah. know. Um, so I'm always going to be in touch with that side. And, uh, you know, over that, like, I do have four sisters, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, like, I mean. It's just, it's it's just e- natural, right? It's it, natural. It comes natural. I don't want to say it's easy. Because that kind of sounds like <laughs> I'm just being a, a douchebag, yeah, douche you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, Which, uh, Maybe I am a douchebag. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a little cockiness. No, I'm, I'm just saying a little yeah. cockiness goes a long way, right? There you I mean, because if you're not cocky, I feel like girls feel that. Even guys feel that. Guys can yeah. feel pick that up, and um, I think that's very, very strong as a person, whether it be a guy or a girl. You know exactly. I, mean? I was gonna say. I yeah. feel like everybody's cocky. Everybody. Like either yeah. you're female or male, whatever. And um, so you come in now. Like, how was that whole transition? Like, you're going back to what you're telling me that your family is very was a very strong Christian mm-hmm. family. How how did they take it? Like, Well, I mean, at first I came out as gay, you okay. know? Um, so I was about 15 years old, you know? And um, that was pretty hard, you know? I mean, because I feel like my mom kind of already knew, you know? I, I know she knew, not kind of, she already knew. So there was always a lot of, like, sit-downs, like, you know, with her questioning me, like, hey, like, you know, is that your friend? Like, you know, with, What's like, going on? with best friends and stuff. Yeah. Best friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was always, like, really shut down about it. Like, no, that's just my best friend, you know, because I was so scared to even say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like with my siblings, it was different. Like, I could be open, you know, like. I opened up to them, and it was my, my, my oldest sister that I actually came out to, you know, before anybody. Okay. And um, I thought she would take it, like, bad, 
Um, but she she didn't actually like her and her partner at the time. Like they were just like, dude, we knew this whole time. Like we love you, you know. Like we're always gonna love you. Like you're the same in our eyes. Um, so you know, later on, later on, you know, as soon as I like I turned you know eighteen, that's when I decided that you know I just didn't want to like be one foot in and one foot out. Yeah. You know, like I just I wasn't comfortable. Like, I wanted to be free to just be with who I wanted to be, but not not just that. Like, just being who I want to be, who I feel comfortable under my skin, you know? Like, um, so, yeah, when I turned 18, like, um, you know, I moved out. Um, I left home. I explored. And then I came to realize, like, that me, you know, in this body, like, just wasn't it you know okay. like i just didn't feel comfortable like because i had times where i would just like look at myself in the mirror and be like like no like this isn't you like you know like i just i felt so insecure about myself like i didn't love myself like physically you know um so then that's when i realized like dude i've always been a boy you know like since i was a kid like that's what i've been in touch with my whole life so um, a few years ago, I came out as trans, you know, mm. as a trans man. So, I mean, right now, I'm, you know, I'm still going through my transition. You know, I mean, it's not all the way there, but I mean, I'm pretty happy with my transition, you know. And how has the experience been like overall since like, because it's, it's been pretty crazy with, I mean, the past president with Trump, like I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of that came out, like the hatred and it's mm -hmm. divided us a lot. And I have like the utmost respect for you, for you. I mean, that, it takes a lot. Yeah, it takes a lot. And like. I wouldn't know how to handle that myself. I mean, I'm very yeah. shy with um, problematics and things. Mm -hmm. So, like, how have, has, have you felt with any type of adversity? I mean, bro, I mean, even as coming out as gay was already hard enough, you yeah. know? Um, and, yeah, like, you know, coming out as trans has been extremely hard in different ways. But I feel like now um, I've learned to just embrace it you know with the good and the bad mm -hmm. um especially with the bad because i mean there's a lot of hatred out there you know um so it's it's definitely been a challenge you know especially at work you know uh with the whole pronoun thing and stuff like that you know um does that um does that really like is that really offensive like if you might like i to educate educational is okay. that is that very can that come off as like rude like you're not respecting me or how how I does that make like you feel it's depending on how it comes off you know like yeah i feel like um like for example let's put examples like um if you don't know if you ask me like hey like you know what are your pronouns like i'm not gonna take that offensive you know because i don't expect everybody to know right off away the bat, right away um, but if I tell you like, Hey, you know, yeah, these are my pronouns. He, him, his, you know? Um, and then afterwards you start questioning me like, but why? Like, you know, like questions like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's not normal. Like I've had comments like that, you know, uh, like, no, you were born this way, that way, blah, blah, blah. You know? And they just keep going on and on and on and on. I find that offensive because at the end of the day, whether you're gay, straight or trans or black, white, yellow whatever the hell you yeah. know like you don't you don't like owe anybody an explanation you know of who you are mm -hmm. like straight up you know and has it like ever gotten to you like has it there's been like those rough days 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, it... I mean, I've had my days where it does mentally affect me, you and know? What do you do to get out of that, like, mental breakdown? Um, yeah, because that, that, shit, music, that shit sucks. Music. Music and being outside. Being outside. You know? I mean... And honestly, my friends, the support, the support system that I have right now, you know, friends and family. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it, it has gotten to the point where, you know, like, I feel like I don't belong, you know, oh. and it goes t- deeper and deeper, deeper and deeper, you know, like, and when you feel like you don't belong, it's not just like, I don't belong in a circle, like, or in a community, like you almost feel like you don't belong Long in the world, world. you know? So it, it, it has gotten pretty dark, you know, at times. I'm sorry to hear that. But thank yeah. you know, thankfully, you know, you know, thank thank you God that, you know, I'm still here. Like yeah. I'm still here and I love it. I love being here. I love being who I am. I love having you here. I love like Thanks, I love man. the fact that I got to meet you too. Hey. You know what I mean? Like Cheers hey, to that, man. <laughs> let me get mine real quick. <laughs> Cheers, man. Look at that. <laughs> All fuzzy. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give out? I mean, somebody dealing with Identifying identifying themselves, you know what I mean? Like Like in general or just in general, like yeah, like just in general, like somebody that's in the position whether they're afraid of coming out just because of what family will feel, um, or friends or just questioning their whole upraising. I mean, honestly, my advice to them would be what I would what I would want somebody to tell me when I was younger, you know. And that would definitely just be, like, in the moment of somebody coming out, I would just want a hug. And, like, for somebody to tell me, like, it's okay, like, I love you no matter what, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly what my sister gave me, you know? Which that was one person out of a lot of people, you know? But I would want for them to feel, like, that everybody, you know, around them, like, family, friends, could give them that support. And I would be straight up with them, like, hey, maybe you're not going to get that. But as long as you love yourself and as long as you accept yourself, as cliche as it sounds, because that's a lot of that's something that a lot of people say, you know. Yeah. But that's something that you really have to believe. And I just would want them to believe it. So I would want to, like, say the right words enough for them to really believe that you are loved no matter what, you know. Even if it's, you know, even if it's like a stranger that loves you, like that's enough for you to just be proud of who you are. You know, whether you're gay, straight or not, like just coming out as anything, you know, like you could be like, hey, mom, like or hey, dad, like I want to be an artist instead of being a fucking doctor, you know, like doing what they love, doing what you love, you know, being who you love, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's something that I, I would want them to know. Coming from me, you know? And um, have you found out what you want to do now? Like, all right, Jeez. this post-retail, like, where do, you, where do you see yourself going now? I mean, do you, still, do you see yourself staying in San Diego? Do you see yourself venturing off? Huh? Damn, somebody asked me this, <laughs> this shit last night. Yeah, that's a good question, man. Cause <laughs> My Uber driver asked me this. <laughs> ah, Uber's coming clutch, man. They're little therapists right Damn. there. I, mean, I don't think they get enough love. You know I mean? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> But um, honestly, I didn't even know what to say. But then I thought about it after, and I was like, "Oh shit!" There's a lot of things that I I would have wanted wanted to say if All I was right. back in that car. All right, Mister Uber driver, <laughs> if you end up looking at the show, here's a response. 
Um, honestly, yeah, I'm working retail. That's cool. Yeah. I never thought I would work retail, to be honest. Um, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. But I feel like I definitely do want to take my journey somewhere else here in San Diego. Um, if it's not music, you know, that's fine. Okay. But I do love animals, so I would definitely want to go back into that field, you know, working with animals. So that uh, canine training that you've done. Canine training. Or something around there. Around there, yeah. Okay. Anything. Like maybe go back to school and, you know, just, I don't know, become a vet or something. Okay. It's never too late. And um, I guess I'm going to ask you a question that they ask me a lot. Do you feel like the neck tattoos or the tattoos in general affect that position for you? That's a quick transition, bro, yeah. of a conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, for me, I guess, like, what, I, what I'm trying to refer to is, like, I feel like ever since I got the neck tattoos, mm. I've been looked at differently. I mean, just, I get it. It comes with a stigma, especially being Latino, and it sucks. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. neck tattoos or any type of visible tattoos, you look like a cholo. And no soy cholo. All right. Just putting it out there. But um, I guess it just sucks. You know what I mean? It's just, like, another thing, another obstacle that mm -hmm. you got to fight against. Of course. Um, and it's kind of funny that you bring that up, like, you know, because I feel like um, even before I got my tattoos, I was already looked differently. Uh, so when I got my tattoos, it wasn't that much of a difference. I mean, I was looked at, you know, no matter what. The little slight difference that I did notice was more with, like, the cops, you know, like, looking at me like. Mm, where's this guy going? Or, like, you know, somebody that, you know. Claims a barrio or whatever, like, you know, they'll look at me and be like, where you from? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like right here, right? <laughs> I'm from my, my mama's womb. What you mean? <laughs> I don't bang, homie. Yeah, that's funny. You know, but I mean, yeah, like, I mean, it wasn't that much of a, like, something that I needed to adapt to, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, they're looking at me, like, because of my tattoos. Um, but it was just those little things, you know, like the little, like, oh, the cop or like different people, you yeah. know? Asking me questions like where you from? I mean, that was about it. <laughs> and do you feel like the that race factor plays 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 in being Latino? Fuck or, yeah! Or are no, you? Yeah. Or, that's me. Let's see. That's me. Just like assuming you're Latino. Assuming. Or what are you? Filipino Mexican. Ah. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> what? Crazy. I didn't see. I'm learning a lot more. Hell yeah. Who's Filipino in your family? We don't want to talk about that. Okay. Nah. Hey, there we go. Fair enough. Fair enough. We keep respect. I don't want to talk about family no more. All right. So, going back to your dog, the like the animals, mm -hmm. preferably, like if you had your choice, what would it be? Veterinarian? I mean, yeah, I would definitely want to be a vet, you know, but um, I don't see the difference between being a vet and an animal tech, you know? Well, what's animal tech? I mean, from what I've learned, like, an animal tech is just, like, you know, the person that you, I mean, that kind of diagnoses, but they can't really, like, go fully and tell diagnosed. you, fully okay. tell you. So, but like, they tell the vet, like, yo, this is what I found, like, you know, this is what I found out. Okay. But they can't be the ones to diagnose, diagnose fully. fully. Yeah. Okay. Um, why don't you just go to school? Hell yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean Fuck it. it's either that or, I mean, I don't know, bro, like. I'm thinking of other things, like just working different businesses. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I'm working with the homie, you know, shout out to Juan. Hey. Um, you know, like uh, with his JC Smartwash, go follow, go get your car detailed. Um, you know, it's been nice doing that too, you know, like just exploring like different things options. other than retail, you know, different options. Exactly. 
So, I mean, that kind of just gets me, like, thinking, like, man, like, I don't just have to do retail or do dog training. Like, I could do other things. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm capable of doing other things, you know? Yeah. And even last summer, like, I was helping my brother out in L.A., you know, doing furniture and, you know, because he's, he's an artist. Like, he designs his furniture. Oh, so wow. I learned to, like, build furniture, you know, how to sand furniture, how to paint, like, all kinds of different things that I never thought I had in me, you know? Mm -hmm. And is there so, any, any of them that you didn't really like at all? Like, any jobs that are you, like, fields that you gone into? Oh, hell Yeah. Like warehouse <laughs> <laughs> ain't that bad man i mean that's the thing like depending where you work you know like i, I feel like that's what makes the difference like, oh yeah because i mean i've worked at some warehouses that is just like no like what am i doing here mm -hmm. you know like i feel like they they just don't treat you with enough rights the rights that you deserve you know oh, yeah they, they just think you're like just a body hey like just unload a, the unload the truck another get, number pour you yeah, up and get exactly. out yeah, it's all about the production exactly mm. so no warehouse have you had any like funny experience with any animals or oh, scary experience i mean top one scary or, or fun scary <laughs> let's go with scary I think scariest was one that um, one time we had to uh, transfer all the canines from their kennels to different kennels because we had to, like, wash down their area, like, you know, disinfect and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, there was this one dog that was trying to, like, fight another dog. So <laughs> when all that was happening, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I was I didn't know what to do, like, because I was new to it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just really trying to calm them down, but instead, I think I hyped the dog more, <laughs> so the dog just bit me in the fucking oh. ass, and I was just like, what the fuck, and I didn't want to report it, because I was like, Brand new. I love this dog, like, <laughs> oh, so this dog is so cool. <laughs> what, what would happen if you had reported the dog? They probably would have canceled that dog out, and he was probably never going to be able to come back to the, you know, the boarding school. And boarding school, they like for what is it for like service animals or like for actually like for like anything like or anything? service or in general, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And can you tell? Can you tell there's a difference between like a service animal, like people faking it, and not? Mm, I mean, there's different service animals. You okay. know, there's some that are there to protect, or there's some that are like there for emotional support. You know, so I mean, technically. If you see a service animal on the streets, you can't really go up to them and be mm -hmm. like, yo, yeah, what's up? Can I pay you? You know? <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell if it's like a servant protect because I don't want to assume, oh, maybe that chihuahua, just, you know, like. Just has the best on. I don't want to be off. stereotypical. Like, you know, like, ah, this, this chihuahua <laughs> can't protect me, you know, or can't protect their yeah. owner. Because you never know what if that chihuahua is crazy. Okay. Crazier than a German shepherd. <laughs> yeah, man. All bark, all bite. Who knows? <laughs> Damn. And um, how long have you been doing that for? Like, um, I want to say I started doing that in 2016. Mm. Yeah. You just stumbled across it? Or? um, I was thinking about it for a long time, you know. But then I saw the opportunity and I said, hey, why not? And I took it, you know. And I just went on and I started learning and I just got too deep into it and I loved it, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. And do you have any scars from the bite? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to show. Ah, we're good. We're it's good. a little inappropriate. <laughs> after dark, after dark. <laughs> after hours. After hours. There you go. <laughs> That's dope. Um, but 
are you doing any type of like sort of like do you train animals like does anybody come up to you like knowing that like hey can you help me watch a dog or hey my dog's act, acting a certain type of way like what would you go about I mean, advice, I, any type of advices that they ask you no yeah i mean i've had a few people like you know come up to me and like ask me you know like for my surveys um but i feel like because i'm so caught up with what i'm doing now mm-hmm. like i just haven't really even tried to make time for it yeah which just sucks because i love it you know um but yeah like that's one of the reasons why um you know i i would want to you know, just explore my options more here in San Diego because I know this is a city that, you know, loves animals, like yeah, loves dogs. Big, big time, big time. Yeah. And do you have a pet yourself here at the time being? Not here in San Diego, but she's in L.A. Well, what type of dog, dog or she's animal? She's a chihuahua. Chihuahua? Yeah. Chihuahua, you know? Chihuahuas are fun. Uh, you know, she's dope, bro. Yeah. She's well-trained, she's educated, and she's a sweetheart, like, you know. Is she one of those chihuahuas that are very aggressive towards, like, new people? Um. Well, she's definitely antisocial with humans, mm. but she's very social with other dogs, you know? So, yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. Mm. Why not having a pet down here and just too busy with everything? Um. Honestly, like, I, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about, ha- like, just getting a cat, you know? Ah, oh, you're a cat person. I mean, I love... I love all animals, bro. Like, you know, I don't discriminate. But, I mean, I was thinking of getting a, a cat, but, I mean, I just feel like I don't have time. Like, I, I wouldn't want to do that to an animal, yeah. you know, like, just keep him inside, indoors, you know, all the time. Which cats are, like, technically, like, indoor, indoor you know, animals, animals yeah. but... I mean, I would want to, like, be there to give them the love and affection that they need, you know? No, for sure. I, I feel like pets in general are, like, having a, it's having a kid, man. They, yeah, for sure. Except they don't talk. I mean, oh, yeah. they don't tell you what they need. They just... We don't speak their language. Exactly. But do you feel like people have special bonds with them? Or do you, it's, like, a special connection? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I feel like um, some people, you know, we have the people that just want, like, pets... To have them as pets. Yeah, just... Just to have them there as a luxury. But, dude, like, what they don't understand is that, you know, they're a living creature. Like, they have feelings, you know? They have necessities. Like, we don't speak the same language, but, you know, like, you can train them enough for them to communicate with you. Like, you know, when they're hungry, when they need to go out for a walk, when they need to go use the restroom, or when they want love, you know? Like, so, I mean, yeah. What's the most surprising thing that you learned since, like, training animals... Were there? What's the most what? Surprising thing they like caught you off, started like, oh wow, like I didn't know that they that, were they, yeah. That that like honestly, like it's almost like a kid, but with a different language, you know? Mm-hmm. Like because even kids, think about it, like when they're born, like they just cry and they're like, you know, they don't speak our language, <laughs> we gotta teach them. Yeah. You know, so I mean that's that's with like pets like you know i mean of course you're not gonna teach them the abcs but you know like <laughs> no, yeah. you can teach them like hey like sit you know like lay down or teach them how to go outside when they need to do their necessities or when they need to go for a walk or like to communicate with you pretty yeah. much you know yeah and do you ever um like when you see an animal that's like been like mistreated or misabused like if you know somebody do you say something or no that's a that's you don't that's that's a um i know it could be a touchy subject for sure i definitely feel like that it's definitely touchy because um it's hard it's kind of like with a kid too like i see them equally like 
I feel like, man, like it sucks because I have come across, you know, certain people that do have animals that I believe they're being mistreated. Yeah. And it's just so hard because like, I love, I love, you know, animals like to the point where I will call the service, you know, like, like I have to, but then it makes it hard when you have a relationship with these people, you know, um, which is more important to you having a relationship with the person or an animal's healthy being to me, honestly, like I I called the service one time. Uh, My friend told me he used to beat up his dog. Oh no! Yeah, no. no I was like, no. dude, you're. That, I think that's like serial killer stuff, right there. Oh man. Yeah, no! That, that, I was like, hell no, dude. Like, I, I straight <laughs> up, I was like, all right, cool. Shit, I was like, hey, man, I'll see you in a bit, and I went out there, called. <laughs> Next day, he called me. He's like, oh man, I got my dog taken. I was like, oh, that oh, sucks, man. man. But nah, I don't. You know that question that you asked right now, like, what's more important, like, you know, you know, to save the animal from being abused or having that relationship yeah. with the person. I've questioned myself with that because then I kind of put it into like, how do they feel about our relationship then? Oh, of course. I compare it, you know, because I'm like, if you're doing this to this super like innocent creature that can't even defend itself, defend, yeah, defend itself or make that call. Because like, even with like kids, like if they're getting abused, like they're smart enough to be like, "Oh, I'm dialing nine one one or some shit," or they're like on a strong man. They will go tell somebody yeah, like, "This is what my somebody, daddy or daddy's yeah. doing." Yeah. So I mean, that's where like I'm at right now. Like I feel like it's really hard to um, to kind of like make a decision of like you know if it comes down to that, like what am I gonna do or what should I do? You know, because I do love you know, animals, and that's something that, like, I have a passion for, yeah. you know? So, I don't know, man. That's, like, that's something that... It's a, it's a tough one. Ah, I say, I'd call, man. I, I, I don't care. All right, I'm going to call right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Um, okay. And from here, when do you see this change coming? What change? This change of scenery. Do you, do you feel like you're good here for now? Um, or like when realistically speaking, like as far as this goal, like in San Diego? I feel like, I mean. What 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 steps need to be taken to get you to pursue? I, I was going to say that like I feel like the change started a long time ago, you know? Okay. Because um, change can take a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I feel like slowly I'm getting there, you know. I mean, for sure, like, I feel like I needed to go through these transitions of, like, you know, first of all, me coming out here, you know, like, being out here in San Diego, being new, making connections, you know, making new friends, blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel like that's all a part of it, you know. So I feel like I'm, I'm getting there slowly, but I feel like this year definitely, like, I want to make a bigger step, you know, than last year for mm-hmm. sure. Or than last month, to be honest, because you, you change all the time, you know? Oh, definitely. Um, But recently I have been feeling like, man, like I'm hungry. Like I'm hungry for, for what I really want to do, you know, for myself that I love, like, you know, the things that I love, like I really want to like just reach out to it. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Does that stall and logistic um kicking a lot 
or when do you feel you feel fine when do you find yourself feeling like fuck what what am i doing i felt like i i get that feeling every now and then mm. i mean that, that question all that like am i really doing the right decision or i get depressed you know i mean i mean i feel like i feel like we all like in general like we all question that a lot yeah. you know like no matter what like if it's daily or five times a day you know mm-hmm. um but yeah i do definitely like question that but i feel like it's a good thing yeah you know i mean as long as you're not dwelling in it like in a bad like in a, in the way where it's like making you feel like you know depressed and stuff like that because i mean that could happen like where you do feel depressed about it but i feel like we should always question like what am i doing and because we should always try to aim higher you know we should always try to keep like aiming higher and keep going you know mm-hmm. like keep keep going forward keep pushing forward yeah there we go <laughs> And I think we're done for now. There Let's we go. go. So, you're gonna have to make a beat. I have to make a beat. You're gonna have to make a beat for, oh, this, for right. this podcast. Nah. nah. Oh. Uh, beat bugs beat? No. How is that right now? Nah, let's like, see. Freestyle? Spit it out. Nah. <laughs> there, we're all done.